0: Hey, what up, what up? Hello, hello. Can you hear me?: Yep. I Perfect. can hear you great, yeah, okay, so I would just start by saying, have you heard the expression like 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 you remember back in the day when girls would would throw their underwear on the stage?
1: <laughs> uh I can't really think of a specific phrase for it.
0: Well, I don't, uh, like, I don't, uh, I I know you listeners at home uh, don't know this, but before, like, I interviewed Tanner, I wanted to get familiar with some of his music a little bit, and I listened to some of his songs, and I listened to a song called uh, "Sanity" on Spotify, I literally just picked up a pile of underwear and threw it at my phone. I was like, yes, (laughs) this song is my shit, bro. That was a good song.
1: Awesome. Awesome.
0: All right, let's get this intro going. Hello, beautiful people. My name is Jonathan Doku. Welcome to the Doku Podcast, aka Let's Talk About It. Today, we have a very cute, no, no, you know what? I was going to say no homo, but fuck that homo. Very cute. Uh, a very talented <laughs> young man uh Tanner Peterson thanks so much man thanks for having me on here i appreciate it no problem now i'm going to come out straight out the gate with this tanner you said you had just released some material what did yep. you release and where can we find it
1: it's a song called Streets of Venice and uh it's on all streaming platforms now uh, i just released it uh tonight so it's uh it's a big night <laughs> Very, very awesome night.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad I could catch it, too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's sweet and perfect timing. Right. Now, how would,
0: for somebody that's just getting into you, how would you describe your sound?
1: I always like to call it a good vibes music. Uh, I really like acoustic. Uh, My biggest influences are Jason Mraz, uh, Jack Johnson. Um, I like John Mayer a lot, too, and early day Ed Sheeran. Yes. Um as well as a little bit of like Trevor Hall, John Butler Trio, uh it's it's very acoustic based and I I call it like folk rock good vibes music.
0: And it's funny cuz I think that's the perfect way to describe it cuz from what I heard, I felt that it had a very like sunny vibe. You know, most songs you hear you're like, "Oh, this is like a good club banger. You would hear this song on a beach." Or yes. listen to it on an island, you know, somewhere yes. that sunny. You're you're definitely drinking a mojito, listening to your music. Awesome. <laughs> you know, definitely a, a a happy drink, a happy time yeah. vibe to it. Where are you from?
1: I'm from uh, St. Peter, Minnesota, which is right next to Mankato. It's about an hour south of uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota.
0: Nice, nice. So, what inspires you?
1: I'd say uh, my biggest sources of inspiration um, have always been people who who uh, share uh, share themselves in a vulnerable spot. They they get to they put themselves out there and they they stay real. They stay authentic. They stay genuine. And I see that in people like Jason Mraz and Jack Johnson and uh, Ed Sheeran, especially early early days Ed Sheeran. Um, yeah. It's I, I love people who are real and people who keep things just like the the real thing, so uh, that that's probably the biggest thing that inspires me. Um, I've traveled to a number of places that kind of fit that that uh, that vibe, uh, such as California, um, Southern California area, and I've lived in Hawaii for about six months. You're lucky. So uh, when I when I stayed in Hawaii, basically what I right after I graduated from high school I decided to take all the money that I saved up and just travel <laughs> so uh, that's what I decided to do I decided to just travel and experience because I felt that would teach me a lot more um, for me the, with the way my personality is I felt that would teach me a lot more than being in a classroom especially since I was always a musician uh, wanting to, to play music pretty much only um, so I, I was on Hawaii, and uh, I would make my money from street performing. And uh, some of the experiences I had there really just kind of changed my perspective on life. And, uh, and then once I went back to Minnesota, I felt that I could share, I don't know, something like special, like a special type of energy um, to the rest of Minnesota. And, uh, and it's, it feels like, especially in, in really like, cold places like minnesota um they really enjoy that that feel good like warm sunshiny kind of music (laughs) yeah
0: definitely yeah
1: and and i know you get this a lot because you remind me of
0: a uh, friend that i have she hates staying in more than one place for more than a month like she'll come to america to visit you know her you know family shout out to amber rain but uh yeah she she's a travel child she's definitely a hippie and i know i feel like you get this a lot too cuz people come up to her and are like man i wish i could just save up money and just travel the world so what advice would you give somebody that wants to do that but feels like they can't
1: um so <clears throat> the advice that i've given uh that I've given before, I guess as I'm getting older, I'm slowly kind of my, I'm, I'm learning more as I, as I go about, um, traveling and everything. But, uh, I'd say from what it was, at least before coronavirus world hit, um, (laughs) it was very easy. It it felt very easy for me to just pick up my stuff and just move around. Um, especially like Hawaii is a great place to, to travel because, uh, Hitchhiking is actually pretty normal there, and uh, it's pretty easy to get around with no money, um, as, lo- as long as you like have a, a good vibe, a smile on your face. Like it's it's just so uh, welcoming there. It seems so like open, and uh, people seem so like they're they're open to anything, and uh, you can be any type of person, and and they just they'll they'll embrace you, and they they have the aloha spirit. So uh, for places like that, I'd say it's very easy to travel, especially being young um, and just hop. I I hopped from uh, farm to farm, uh, different organic farms called. uh, They were uh, called. Worldwide Organization of Organic Farming. The acronym is W.O.F. and you can find their website like WOFWWOOF.org. Dot org. And uh, it's like a work trade program where you get to stay on a farm. And then in exchange for uh, working like a seven, seven, eight-hour day on the farm, you get to stay there pretty much for free, uh, and then they'll feed you as well. So in exchange Mm. for the work, you don't necessarily get paid. You just get a place to stay. Yeah, and uh, that's actually a good
0: uh, organization. There's actually a lot – I I can't remember the name, but I think there's another – organization like that where you could like work to stay in Hawaii because I know some people a YouTuber that did that so yeah that's interesting I always want to do something like that
1: yeah it's it's amazing it's it's definitely it's a really great thing uh, a person can do for themselves and uh, I think it it made me more more happier as a person and it made my perspective more it it changed it changed a little bit of who I am so I definitely don't feel like I'm done yet. I love to travel to as many places as possible. But I think uh traveling helps people become more um open to as many cultures as as there are in the world. And uh I think the more we we uh we expose ourselves to all these different cultures, um just the, the happier we'll be as humans, I think.
0: Yeah, I agree. Now, at what point in your life was like, were you like, okay, I'm a singer. This is what I'm gonna do. This is it. What was that moment like for you? Where were you?
1: Um, I'd say it happened when I was probably like seven or eight, eight years old. Um, <laughs> I was living in New York at the time. I was, I was from ages three to 10. I was in New York next to uh Buffalo. And, uh, I remember seeing, uh, Drake Bell on uh, the show Drake and Josh, and then also um, Slash from Guns N' Roses. Those two people, uh, they were like my idols when I was uh, when I was like seven. Um, so then all of a sudden, it just became my new obsession, and uh, ever since, pretty much guitar has always been my main obsession. Um, so from then on, I pretty much knew that's what I wanted to do, and then I, I pretty much had to just... <laughs> Sit through the rest of school, just waiting for that moment till I graduate, and then finally the moment came, and then I, I just went all in.
0: (laughs) Yeah, if you could collaborate with three artists, singers, or rappers, or both, who
1: would they be? Um, that's a good question. I would say the top three people I'd love to collaborate with right now uh, would be um, Mod Sun. He's uh are you familiar with Mod Sun? Uh so uh no not at at all. What uh, job is that? He's based out of southern Minnesota as well. He he grew up here in Minnesota and uh he's got a very similar vibe. He's all about like good vibes and um people give him the nickname Modern Sunshine. Um, but the the acronym stands for uh movement on dreams, stand under none. But uh yeah, it was uh it was amazing. I I went to one yeah. of his shows uh last March right before coronavirus hit and uh yeah, he's just he's just one of the most authentic, genuine, like positive, like enthusiastic people I've met and it he he likes all the same uh influences that I like. The only difference is he's uh into hip hop, but I'm thinking I'd I'd be able to fit him in <laughs> doing some song where I can do like some acoustic song and he can do like he can you can wrap some bars over it. Um. Yeah.
0: Well, it's funny you say that because, um, uh, shoot, what song is that by Adele? That's actually a song um, uh, by Adele. It's the one where she's talking about stepping on uh, bricks made of clouds or uh, okay. or something. I got to fact check myself on that one. But basically... Um, Childish Gambino and Logic. I don't know who did it first, uh, whether it was Logic or Childish Gambino, but they actually took that song and they made a hip hop beat to it. And oh, you really? know, it's really, they modified it. It's really cool. So, yeah. Literally,
1: yeah. So I, yeah. I think you so can that's, fit that's in hip hop. Uh, I think there's a place to uh, Yeah. And I, I've always loved like uh, <laughs> multiple genres my whole life. So he's one. And then I'd say uh Jason Mraz would be my other one. Um he's he's amazing. And uh yeah, he's just got that total like good vibes, like Hawaii Aloha spirit. And then I'd say for my last one, uh probably just to shoot really like sky high, um, I'd say Ed Sheeran. <laughs> that would be the last one.
0: <laughs> Ed Sheeran, yeah. Man, that dude is so talented. He could freestyle. He could.
1: I agree. Like, he's I, I very underrated, agree.
0: in my opinion. All right. And uh, who's your top, top three, three musicians? I, I think you've said them, though.
1: Of all time. Um, like, um, top I'd top three probably favorite a lot of singers them are, of all uh, time. Um, are either really, really old or, or already passed away. <laughs> I'd say I I say probably for like Shout best guitar out. player. Shout about. Um out. I'd say Jimi Hendrix. Um he uh he definitely was like mm, the the pioneer yeah. of just uh guitar pretty much of electric guitar. Um I'd say probably Bob Dylan as far as lyrics and uh the way he can storytell in a song and then probably my third one would probably be. Um, I guess probably I'd put Ed Sheeran in the same category, um, just because he kind of st- he's kind of an anomaly. He just yeah,
0: kind of he would. sticks
1: out from kind of everyone.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Oh no, he definitely deserves to be there. But I, I'm so glad you named those artists because I. You know, I've interviewed so many people and I'm like, who like who's your top three? And they're like, <laughs> uh, Selena Gomez, Justin Bieber, and not saying that they're good they're not good artists, but I'm just saying like, you know, there's so many you can yeah. choose from other, than, you know, other than them. And I'm glad you chose them because that lets me know, okay, he doesn't just know music, he knows Mew Mew. You know, he actually knows real music and let me ask you this because i know my uh my aunt is what introduced me to the legends and you know yeah. greats like bob dylan Jimi hendrix little richard who introduced uh, you to those it, old school people? Uh,
1: thanks to my dad uh my dad and my grandma they're the ones that gave me the music genes uh my my grandma she's uh super talented at organ and uh and piano uh, with keys and everything and she used to tour back in like the 50s um so she like introduced me to like the really really old stuff like uh Bing Crosby and like Louis Armstrong and like I, I Ella Fitzgerald and I was like super interested in that at one point but uh Johnny do you Mathis? know who
0: uh do you know who Johnny Mathis I'll have is to, I'll
1: have to look him up I haven't heard of him I don't think
0: yeah Yeah, he's back in that uh day too. And it sucks because when I whenever I say his name, either people don't know him or people that do know him as oh the guy that sings Christmas songs. And yeah. I mean he's he's so much more than that. Like uh he sang Maria for Wet like all of his songs are like very romantic. Like they will yeah. make you Try to find someone and fall in love with them. If, if you don't have, their will do. Very we'll do, good. Sure. I, I highly recommend yeah, him. I think I'd you say, would
1: like uh, it Yeah, my dad introduced me to uh, to like Bob Dylan, and uh, and then all like all the classic like sixties and seventies, like Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd and uh, Jimi Hendrix and uh, um yeah it's it thanks to my dad and my grandma that I got introduced to different decades of music
0: (laughs) nice nice if you could uh what's your top three questions like favorite Um, songs this will help
1: me categorize like where i'm at musically (laughs) because i think they change a lot but i'd say right now (laughs) yeah uh, my number three would be i'm yours by jason mraz um cuz that one it's just like everyone loves that one mm, it's like classic it's yeah uh, there's something yeah. like there's some type of magic like within that song <laughs> that i think everyone's like uh it's just mysterious oh, yeah. to everyone um and then probably uh wish you were here by pink floyd uh cuz that's one of the songs that i was like raised on and one of the first songs i can like remember um, listening to as a kid, and then uh, my number one uh, would be um, I did Pink Floyd. Uh, probably Times Are a Changing by Bob Dylan, because that song seems like it's it's timeless, and uh, it's probably going to like outlive, like, Almost all songs. I'm I'm predicting that his his music, um, and that album with a "Times Are Changing" song in it. I think that's gonna outlast a lot of other music.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, What's your go-to karaoke you song?
1: <laughs> this,
2: is,
1: this is just kind of like a guilty pleasure, but gives you hell by "All American Rejects." Uh, I always think of that song <laughs> um, when I think about anyone who's like screwed me over in the past and uh I just I just uh yell that yell that song I just uh yeah I love singing that song because I just it it helps me remember where I've come and and how I've I've moved beyond uh the the past that I've been in and uh I I feel more proud of myself for moving on from difficult situations in the past (laughs)
0: Yeah, I mean it's not a bad karaoke song. Now that I think about it, have you ever heard a song and wrote and and went, "Damn,
2: uh, I wish probably,
1: I wrote this." Um, probably Ed Sheeran's "Uh, Um, Wake Wake Me Up." The lyrics in that song, I just wish I could have a mind that thinks like that where he just like comes up with these just really like um evocative uh just lyrics that that just paint a picture just instantly on a person's head and uh that's i guess that's i wish i wrote that because it would say that I'm, I'm a much better lyricist um so yeah I'm, I'm hoping that one day my lyrics can get get to that point but uh i i really i really like that one because of his lyrics
0: yeah now it seems you're leaning towards more of the lyricist size what's your inspiration to writing music because i know everybody has a different writing process some people like to <laughs> get high or drunk and ride some people like to go in the bathtub <laughs> I actually have a really strange what's your one style one. Like?
1: I just recently discovered it <laughs> it's gonna sound really weird i actually haven't announced this to anyone other than my best friend yet but uh I guess I might as well share oh, wow. it and uh, maybe Exclusive. it works for everyone. Maybe it's just like a weird thing, but uh, I always, <laughs> it sounds really, um, so for some reason, whenever I'm watching like say like TikToks or I'm, I'm just laughing really hard. Like if I, if I make myself just laugh as, as hard as I possibly can. And, and it's weird cause I can't like force it. You can't like force yourself to laugh. But it seems like whenever there's a night where I'm laughing the whole entire night, um, right when I fall asleep after that night, um, for some reason, I always end up dreaming a song. It sounds like the most bizarre thing in the world, but I shit you not, it actually works for me.
0: <laughs> okay, so you're going you're gonna to hate me for this. But uh, and it's funny because I just released an interview. Okay. with uh, Yeah, this check her uh, Revka, she's very talented. You should take Still her dead. out on. Yeah, you should check her out on Spotify too. She's releasing an EP soon. But me and her, our writing process. Is, really. And you are almost exactly alike you see me I don't really consider myself a songwriter because I can't I feel like if you're a real songwriter you could write a song on demand you could be like oh I want to write a song today and write a song me every song that like I've only written one song on demand every other song either a chorus came to me or I've Drift of a song and I thought it was weird so I took a writing class and I asked my writing teacher I was like hey uh, is that normal does everybody experience that and she got super jealous she said I can't tell you how many hours I stayed up trying to put lyrics to a melody or trying to find a melody for lyrics I would love cause like when I when a song comes to me I hear the voice yeah. it's already fully produced and everything so yeah, I I I I feel that. I mean, I don't have to laugh really hard for it to, you know, for it to happen. It happens randomly, and I just have yeah. to get a pen and like hurry up and write it down. But but yeah,
1: yeah. Rapidly. I I, feel I always you. I feel try you. to be sure to be ready for once those moments come. But uh, yeah, I totally I totally like understand that. Yeah, like the the best songs like Sanity. Uh, that that song that I just uh, that you just listened to. Um, that came out in, like, less than 10 minutes. It was amazing. It was just like, whoa, where did that come from? And uh, it was so cool. It was, it was so, like, magical when it happened. And then it's just so funny because then you always try to, like, chase that moment again. Um, but it seems like whenever you're, you're intending on it, and maybe, maybe laughter is a good, uh, a good analogy for it. It's like you can't really force yourself to laugh, but you can kind of put yourself in a position Where, like, all of a sudden it's like, okay, like, I'm in this state of mind and I'm gonna take advantage of what comes out when I'm in this state of mind and I'm gonna, like, um, stay aware of of it when it's going on. But it seems like it can never be forced.
0: Yeah, most definitely. If you could open a show for Uh, any artist, who would it be?
1: I would say I would love to open up. Or um, probably Mod Sun right now. I would love to open up for Mod Sun because he plays at First Avenue and uh, my dream right now um, I'm super super uh, being intentional about it but um, I would love to open up for Mod Sun um, at First Avenue which is uh, right in the, the heart of Minneapolis and that's where like Prince uh, he kind of made that venue famous and everything and um I've seen some of the best concerts of my life in that venue. Um, so that would be, that would be the most special mm-hmm. to me uh, to, to open up at that venue for him.
0: Nice. Nice. By the way, I would love to hear you collaborate. Yes. With us here. That would be my, just, I feel like, yeah, I feel like you guys, the way your voice is, it could like, Balance off of his. And I'm not talking about uh, he has one verse, you have another. I want you guys to like harmonize on yes, some. Yep, are you I familiar with First Aid Kit? I, yeah. On some First Aid Kit shit, man. Like just <laughs> both of you yeah. guys. He's so yeah, mad. I
1: definitely, I, uh, I had a heavy phase of listening to him um, about a year ago. And I still definitely listen to him. I, I love his new album, um, Wasteland Baby. And, uh, mm. probably, yes. what's your uh, favorite Shrike? song on the album? That one's my favorite, but I love them all.
0: oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that was my yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Mine's alternates like one minute, I'm in love with Shrike. Right now, I like uh, Sunlight. And see, the thing I like about Jose, he takes like scenarios that you like, nobody would ever think you could make a love song off of the Icarus story
1: you know yeah I I definitely um that's cool that you re-mentioned him because uh yeah I haven't thought I haven't thought about Hosier in in a while but um yeah that's definitely a world that I want to delve into as well and um he's got he's got quite the mind (laughs) it it would probably take a while to kind of uh wrap your mind around how he thinks (laughs)
0: Yeah, and and, and my friend told me, uh, she was like, uh, because she's into all, like, magic and stuff, and she was like, you know, he's a witch, right? And I was like, that explains why his music is so magical, because everybody that, like, practices from Lana Del Rey like there's a to stevie nicks like those people there's a certain type of vibe that they carry in their music and i really really love it like it's not like yeah. any other vibe you get you know what i mean yeah what's the most <laughs> useless talent
1: how you just do that right there bam <laughs> useless talent that's funny. <laughs> right. I was thinking I was I was trying to think of a segue while I was talking. I'm
0: like, I don't uh, laugh,
1: Useless talent. Uh, right off the top of my head. Um I'd say probably uh, useless. Something that's just useless. Um probably I'm trying to think of something that's just really useless. Uh I'm trying to think. Uh, do you mind if I ask you what your most useless talent is? I'm trying to think of like examples because.
0: <laughs> okay, let's see. My most useless talent. Mm. Okay, I thought of
1: mine. Do,
2: do, I, okay. Uh, oh, I have okay, this you really. Go with
1: really I bizarre ability to clap really fast. Um, like I can clap my hands like that one guy. Um, it was like a viral video, like quite a number of years ago, where this guy like beat the world record of uh, getting the most number of claps within one minute. And then I like, as a kid, I like tried to get really Whoa. good at it. And then uh, I learned to clap really fast. And I, I remember I was able to clap um, faster than anyone in my school. But I guess it was pretty useless because it didn't really take me anywhere. <laughs>
0: yeah I would say my most useless talent is I'm good at clogging. I will never clog for money. I will never clog in front of people, but i'm just I'm just good at I don't know where it came from. I didn't even know what it was called. I would just do it when I was nervous or whatever I had to pee, and then I saw on the thing that oh my God, people actually do this it's, it's called a clogging cultural thing, you know what does clogging mean? <laughs> yeah. It's um, it's a uh, I'm I'm a fact check myself because I don't want to do any you know cultural and pro appropriation (laughs) thing, but uh, it it comes from uh, it's a type of folk dance actually, yeah, and it comes from Europe. I'm just saying Europe, (laughs) you know, because that's what. That that's what uh popped up. There's actually a Geico commercial. Uh, just when this podcast is over, just type okay. up clogging Geico, and you know, there's these people that are like, "Oh, we love our new home." Unfortunately, the people upstairs <laughs> clog. Uh, have you seen River? Have you seen river uh, dancing Yeah, I before? think I
1: have. That sounds familiar.
0: Yeah, it's picture River dancing and tap dancing. Had a baby that it. would be clogging Cool,
1: I may, I yeah, may get really into it. Maybe definitely. I'll like, uh, at some point, make a music video where it's like some type of clogging dance, but I'll, I'll have to look into it. <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: Let's see, what's the best
1: advice? Best you've advice ever I've given? ever been given. That's a really good one. Honestly, this is going to sound kind of weird, but it's kind of cool. It's kind of special to me. Um, So I spend a lot of time street performing. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, I, uh, last fall, I wasn't able to travel um, for multiple reasons. So I decided instead I was going to break a world record. So I decided to break a world record for longest street performance. So then I, I spent all of last summer, just going crazy on street performing and just spending as much of time as I could doing it. And I remember one night, um, it was like really late at night, it was like 1 a.m. or something, and there was this, this really big guy, and he like came up to me, looked like this real tough guy. And uh, he was like, I want you to remember one thing, and I had no clue who he was. But he was like, I want you to remember one thing. I think he was picking up like, the vibe of like, the music I was, I was putting out. And something about like those early hours in the night, um, puts you in kind of like an altered state of consciousness. And I was, I was, uh, sober and like the music, the music, uh, tends to just put me in a different place, uh, uh, mentally and everything. And, uh, he said, don't let anyone ever take away your joy. And I guess something, just the way that he said it, I could tell that he really felt it. And, uh, Maybe it was less about the words, but more about, like, the intention behind it and the way he was actually meaning it. But I remember, like, that point, I was like, yeah, I, I promise I won't. And, like, um, that just helped me remember that, like, I, like nobody can, can ruin my day unless I give them permission to. So, like, um, it helped me just remember that, that mental strength of just uh, remembering to keep your own thoughts. And not get lost in the, the, the negativity of the world. And um it hit me really hard, and I, it'll probably stick with me <laughs> for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah,
0: a lot. I feel like a lot of people need to hear that because there's so many people out there for X amount of reasons. They could have been having a bad day themselves. And misery does love company. So there's so many people out there just rude for no reason trying to mess up your day. But that is true. Like if you are happy, you know, you stay happy until you give people permission yeah. you know, to take it away. And, you know uh, what I mean?
1: It's, it's interesting yeah. where I'm at right now with it. Um, I've heard, uh, talk about how like there's, there's uh toxic positivity. Um, and I'm try I was trying to like wrap my head around what that, what that means. And, um, yeah. What, oh, does, really? what
0: I've never heard that it's, word before. It's,
1: uh, is, it's, it was circling, yeah. circulating around where I live. And, uh, um, my, I guess my, my thoughts on that would be, um, I guess it's only toxic if you're, if you're unaware of everything that's going on, but I think probably the most important thing is to not lose that, that sense of joy, even through the hard times. And, uh, it's it's always important to feel like the lows and it's always important to feel um your emotions and process them but i think uh there's always this this i think joy and uh and happiness are different things i think joy is more of like a like a a long lasting like a long term thing and happiness comes and goes like when a when when i get a paycheck like or Anything that's that's just super short term, um, I'm happy and it, you feel happy in the moment. You feel happy for a night. It feels amazing, and then it, it then it goes away. But I think joy, um, I think that can that can last every day, um, even through the hard times.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And it's funny you say toxic positivity because when you think about it, yeah. anything can be toxic. Too much of anything can be, you know considered bad and uh I don't know if you ever seen to pursue the pursuit of happiness yeah. with uh, Will Smith but there's a yeah there's a line in that movie that always gets me he was like how did they know to put the pursuit of happiness how did they know to put that word maybe happiness is it something you're supposed to grab maybe we're always supposed to be pursuing yeah. it searching for it you know yeah, yeah. All right, here's another question. Do you sing in the shower and if so what's your go-to song?
1: Uh cool, I've never been asked that one before. That's that's cool. Um I do sing in the shower. Uh not every day, but sometimes, usually when I'm home alone, uh that's when I I really uh it's probably <laughs> I think I uh, sing uh it's a Kid Cudi song. I think it's called Un- Unfuck Wittable. And uh, I always Ooh. listen to that song when I'm home alone. And I always, I always like to take cold showers because um, it helps me. Uh, and then I, I go back to, like, warm. Um, but I always like to, I guess, um, motivate myself and psych myself up for whatever challenges are going to happen through the day. So I love to get up early in the morning. And if I'm home alone, I'll just blast, like, Kid Cudi uh, unfuckwittable or like a lot of Kid Cudi songs and uh, I'll just I'll just sing it really loud and it, it psychs myself up and it feels like I can pretty much do anything. I can accomplish anything uh, and no one can like mess up my 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 energy um, So yeah, I use it. I use it as like a yeah. a motivating thing <laughs>
0: I have a I have a song like that, and this is going to sound totally corny, but I was a huge – I still am, but when I was younger, I was a huge Disney kid. And uh, do you remember an actor by the name of Drew Seely?
1: I'm not familiar with, with that name.
0: Yeah, he replaced uh, – for some reason, he replaced Zac Efron on the okay. High School Musical Tour, and he was in another Cinderella story with uh, Selena Gomez – but um, basically, there was this song that he came out with called I'm Ready. And before every show, you know, it would uh, I would make it a, um, you know, a priority to play that song, you know, and it's basically uh, a good boxing hype, you know, self-hype song. You know, it's like I'm ready, you know, whatever I'm going through, I'm ready you know, i have got to stick it through. Okay. It was a great song. So, yeah, I think we all need, you know, hype yeah. up songs like that. You know, you know, are you into movies yeah. at all?
1: Um, Recently, I, I, uh, ever since I started, ever since I graduated from high school, I've been going really just hard on just building that foundation of, of my, my music brand. So, um, ever since then, I kind of, uh, halted like my, my time of watching movies, but, uh, before that i was obsessed with movies because that was my way of like escaping the the school world that i i wasn't really want to be a part of so and i definitely i definitely uh yeah. i love the the film world and uh i would it would be absolutely amazing to get involved with that world at some point um knowing like i know a, a number of people that have had songs like placed in uh in TV shows and and movies and everything, and um, that would be, that would be so cool, and so I I do want to spend more time, uh, I guess, uh, watching, watching movies that are really good and moving, so I can, uh, I can kind of tune into that, that, those emotions of, because I think a lot of the people that, that get songs placed, they write for um, television and, and uh, movies, so. Yeah, but like I know during
0: the uh shout-out to the yeah. soundtracks, which Hell was yeah. amazing, yeah. <laughs> but uh Paramore uh, got a chance. You know, they were having trouble writing for the movie, so they sat Paramore down, and they literally showed them like a couple of clips, and they pretty much got a gist of the movie, and they were able to write for it. But speaking as an actor, you guys make our job so much easier because we don't have to act that hard. If we get one of your songs, like say, for instance, I'm uh, I'm uh, in a scene where I'm, you know, I'm talking to a girl in a park. If we play one of your romantic songs and it already sets the mood, then I don't have to work as hard because you guys are helping us out. So, yeah, music and theater, it kind of goes hand to hand and speaking of music in theater would you ever do
2: music
1: uh that's theater? a world that I always wanted to delve into and uh I remember in high school I guess uh it just wasn't ex- the, the theater world in my high school um it seemed like my my friend groups uh were never in it and uh I never really wanted to spend extended periods of time with people that I guess weren't my friends in high school so I always told myself like yeah I still want to do it but just not yet because like and yeah, and I I, I spent my time uh, more towards sports um, in high school, but uh, I I do think it'd be very very cool um, one day. Um, I'm still I'm still keeping the uh, the option and the intention there. Um, but yeah, I'd absolutely love to just like be in one of those like uh, really like, cool like like a rendition of like Les Mis, or a rendition of like. Hamilton or, like, a rendition of just any, like, classic yeah. uh, theater play. Um, that would be really cool. And it would be fun to, like, stretch my my ability to, I guess, perform. Uh, it would be amazing.
0: Yeah, because one role I think you would do great in. Have you seen yes, Swim yes, top? Yep. Do you know? Uh, remember the character Anthony? He has that song. I feel you, joy. Okay,
1: yeah. And, uh, yep.
0: I think you would do good as that character. Of course, I think you would do good in Hamilton, uh, but I would like to see you as Roger and Rent. I think. Yeah, would, yeah, yeah. I know rock isn't really your style, but I bet you would kill <laughs> Roger. Yeah, I, I
1: love both of those both of those plays. So, like, thank you. Yeah, I, I've never thought of that. So. I'll definitely. I'm gonna like rewatch those now with that in mind.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know, just by your style. I mean, you have the hair and everything. You know, (laughs) what what kind of uh, TV shows do you? Um,
1: so I would. uh, I would just um, which word binge. I would binge on uh, TV shows with my sister um, when I was in school. So uh, we would binge uh, The Office all the way through. Uh, which like it's funny because like it seemed like some of the shows not all of them uh we would watch them and then all of a sudden it would just like blow up and like the whole rest of the world would like be really into it and it seems like the office is just getting like bigger and bigger year by year (laughs) but like we watched it like uh back in like 2013 2014 but uh yeah that was always that was always a go-to for my sister and i we also we binged uh lost which took forever it took us like multiple years to finally finish the whole show but uh that was pretty cool with uh especially the soundtrack behind um the show oh uh, yeah um that's how i discovered damien rice which was really cool and uh yeah that yeah. was that was a fun nostalgic time where i just like discovered so much like i guess like uh pop culture and just like actors and and musicians just do like binging on Netflix. <laughs> but uh yeah,
0: definitely. You know the uh you know the uh conspiracy between Lost, it? right? Okay, so there's this conspiracy that every movie or every show that ever that was ever made um especially recently uh the JJ Abrams yeah. uh stuff like Cloverfield and everything and Star Wars can be traced back to Lost. Somehow, really? some way. I
1: believe that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, yeah. Like, um, I, I mean, it's an old conspiracy. I haven't seen the video in years, but it's like an hour long video and they literally break down like 50 TV shows and movies. Like there was one uh, TV show. I can't remember. the. I think it was Breaking Bad. And um, they were I think it was during a dinner scene and they were asking about his cousin. And they're like, yo, whatever happened to your cousin? And he was like, I don't know. He, he said he went on a vacation, but he never really went back. And they said that one of the characters in um, Lost, I think it was the guy that played uh, one of the twins in Lord of the Rings that was actually Walter White's cousin. And there's a lot of uh, conspiracies Interesting. like that interesting yeah but yep yeah, they they said every show can be traced back i'll lumps. definitely uh, research
1: <laughs> that and share it with my sister because we uh we definitely nerded out on it <laughs> back in the day um
0: yeah what what's your netflix um go-tos? so
1: i guess now um now that it's on but uh i'd say probably the number one tv show that that i liked and my sister um likes uh is uh avatar last airbender And it's so funny that um, that's another show where it's now on Netflix and everyone's like discovering it now. And it's like, I was watching that. um, But there's probably a lot of people. One of the
0: OGs. Yeah, you're one of the OGs.
1: (laughs) But I guess for all the people that are like ages 10 to like um, 15 right now, they they probably were too young uh, when that show was on Nickelodeon. But uh, but that's definitely my go-to. Um, watching that always kind of uh, seems like it opens my perspective. It seems like a lot of the ideas that they have in that show are super deep, like ideas, like kind of like philosophical ideas. That uh, I feel like I still like watch it, and I discover new things in it that I never saw before. Um, yeah, so I I love to just rewatch that one because it's got it's got a lot of depth. <laughs>
0: Definitely, definitely it does. Yeah, my go-to's would be shows like Orange Is New Black. Okay. God, I love that show. Yeah, and um, there was a show called United States of Terror. That one was good. Now, have you seen Avatar the movie with M. Night Shyamalan?
1: Yes, yes, uh, the Blue People movie, right?
0: <laughs> no, no, that was um, that was a bad. Okay, James Cameron, but that was actually the good. Yeah, James Cameron. That was actually the okay. good Avatar. The Avatar: Last Airbender was a- actually uh, rejected by In Night Shyamalan. It was turned into a movie, and we don't speak of it. It doesn't okay, exist. Yeah, I'm I... just, you know, saying it on the podcast because you know it's a safe space. Here. Up... We can, you know, we can talk about it here. But that movie was so horrible, and I made a joke. <laughs> about about it to my friend because he the only reason why he chose to do the film is because his daughter was a fan of it and I was like that ride home from yeah the dude. had to be the most awkwardest <laughs> ride home like so honey how did you shut up dad
1: <laughs> like for real yeah yeah I, I definitely pick up what you're putting out. Um, I remember. I don't remember how old I was, but uh, we saw that in theaters, and we saw that they were gonna like they had a segue into a new one, and, uh, and lo and behold, it never happened. And I like I wonder why. <laughs>
0: exactly and my uh and the dragon ball z movie i kid you not and i swear to god i'm not lying my mom rented it without i was over at my uh dad's house cuz my parents are divorced and i came home my mom rented it without me w- without me knowing and i walked in on a uh, scene, I thought it was some, Di- I was like, what is this Disney Channel crap you're watching, Mom? <laughs> like, what's what's this B movie <laughs> that you wasted money on from the Red Box? And then I open it, you know, I take the DVD out because the movie is so horrible, and it's Dragon Ball Z Evolution. <laughs> and I'm like, "What is? Was that Goku? Like, <laughs> no. No but it's a fun fact cuz uh that's actually a thing um there's a uh, they said that anime movies when Americans touch them they're cursed and uh my friend did the visual effects for uh this one uh anime uh let me look up the uh name uh you remember that movie about the chick with the uh big eyes it was called angel warrior something
1: uh possibly if I if I have, it's been a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah, my uh, friend did the, uh, it's been a while, but my friend did the uh, visual effects for that. Uh, Alita Battle Angel, Battle Angel Warrior, yeah. My friend did the uh, visual effects for that movie. So the girl, the eyes, you know, it's all mm-hmm. her. And that mm-hmm. movie was the first ever anime movie in history to actually like, do yeah. good, like l- legit numbers, so everybody is saying the anime uh, curse has been lifted so now people are like, okay now that the curse is lifted, can we get another Avatar Last Airbender and Dragon Ball Z movie, but honestly, that's like uh, the the uh, Alita movie, it's it, yeah, it's an anime, but it's kind of like Ghost of the Machine, it's an anime, but it's American influenced and okay. based yeah but and there's another anime it's kind of uh on the lines of freaky friday basically it's a love story about this guy and this girl and they switch bodies each and every day and you know it's it's a fun love story it'll make you cry i highly recommend it it's called your name and they're actually uh Trying to turn that into a live action movie. And my friend made this statement. He was like, Yeah, Alita, that's just a good movie. Of course, it's going to do good, but this is like a legit anime. Let's wait until this movie does good. Yeah. Before we can say the curses. Yeah. Sweet. Definitely. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, you ready to play Song Association? Sure.
1: Let's do it.
0: We have to, man. First song, Love. <laughs> You're not timed or anything. You're going to sing this. Oh, you
1: want me, me to sing I'm it gonna... right now? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So sing, uh... <laughs> sing, uh... sing. Which song?
0: A song with okay. So basically, uh, the way song association works, I give you a word, and you have to sing a song, which uh, with the word in it. Uh, for example, I said love. And you know, you could sing
1: okay um,
2: uh yeah, I got you, you. know,
1: yeah, um, um open
2: up your mind and see like me, open up your plans and damn you're free look into your heart and you'll find love, 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 love love, so I won't hesitate no more, no more it. Cannot wait! I'm yours.
1: Does that count?
0: Where the where the fuck? Yes. Where the fuck did the guitar come from, <laughs> man? Like, we're playing song association performance edition, dude. Like I wasn't expecting all that. Yes, and it's funny because I was um, uh, expecting a Jason Mraz song, but I thought you were gonna uh, pull out. I'm happy to be in love with my yeah, best friend. Yeah, that's a good friend. one, too. I'm happy bit. Admit... Yeah, I thought you were <laughs> going to do that one. Okay. Um, And I really believe, and I'm just going to give you this when You can say it if you want to. I really believe I'm yours is this generation's Over the yeah. Rainbow. But I'm going to give you this word. Uh, rainbow. Rainbow.
1: Oh. Um... Um,
2: So oh, like a lemon drop high between the chimney tops. That's where you'll find over the rainbow.
1: And it goes into a And I think to myself,
0: nice. What a wonderful
1: world. It's uh I'm trying I'm trying to channel the uh the Izzy. The Izzy from uh from Hawaii. <laughs> yes, Tradition. I'm
0: I'm so glad you did that. Everybody else would have went with basic Julie Garden. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, okay. Um um let's see. A.
1: A. Um
0: You know what I'm yeah, doing. You I think know, I what do I'm know what I doing, you're doing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> white lips pale face breathing in the snowflakes burnt lungs salutates and there says she's in the glass class 18 stuck in her daydream been this way since 18 but lately her face seems so sinking wasting, crumbling like pastries Come treat us because we're just under the upper hand. Go mad for a couple grams. She don't want to go outside tonight. And in the pub, she flies to the motherland and sells up to a man. It's too cold outside, angels to fly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice, nice. What about pretty? What do you have for pretty?
1: Pretty. Um, um, pretty? pretty
2: Pretty 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 pretty.
1: Okay, I don't know the guitar part to this one, but it's like a,
2: I'll never be your beast of burden. My feel alone, my feet are hurting. And I'll never 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 make love for me you pretty 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 girl
1: <laughs> i if i was able to pull up the chords like uh on like ultimate guitar, I could play it but uh I'm channeling the uh, that was
0: a that, that was amazing. rolling stones <laughs> that was amazing yeah now l- now let me ask you this um are you familiar with the Fault in Our Stars uh, soundtrack? Followed by Stars. The Fault in yes, Our Stars, young, like young. the movie, the. Uh,
1: yeah, Ed Sheeran.
0: Fun fact, fun fact, that's the uh, only movie besides uh, If I Stay that can make me cry. <laughs> besides Toy Story, I forgot Toy Story with Buzz Lightyear. I was young when Buzz Lightyear couldn't fly, that pissed me off. But. um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's a song that Ed Sheeran has called "T-Shirt." Have you ever heard of I it? I haven't
1: heard "T-Shirt." I only know the. Uh, it's called "All the Stars." No, no, no,
0: right? no, my, 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 my bad, my bad. "T-Shirt" is by Birdie, which is another underrated artist. Okay, but uh, yeah, Ed Sheeran has "All of the Stars," and I think that song is just so like so. I think that's a very underrated song of his. Yeah. Do you know it by heart?
1: Uh it's been a while. I did cover it a while ago. I know it's like a basic, uh it's it's some type of like like an Ed Shearney kind of uh guitar uh progression. Um
2: yeah,
1: yeah I, I'd have to pull up the chord, but uh, these are good ones out of that one in a while i could only i watched that movie once in theaters and it 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 hit me so hard that i could never watch it again because i just couldn't put myself through it again it was just so Oh, man. Oh, man. I should. I, I gotta have
0: a. I, I gotta have a day like I. I'm, one day I'm gonna find a special girl, and we're gonna have a day where we watch <laughs> the Fault in Our Stars" and "If I Stay" and just cry our mm-hmm. eyes out. <laughs> you know? But, 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 but yeah, uh, just another night, duh, 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 and I'm staring at the moon. Saw a shooting star, and I thought of you. And if our hearts will. Bleed. Da, 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 da Yeah, oh, man. that Those lyrics, man, they're really, like, they really hit home for me.
1: Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And my, my
0: favorite part about the song is he's like, and I know our hearts will bleed. Like, basically, he's saying, like, I know we're going to have hard times, but just hang in there, man. It, yeah. It's you're in, like... It, and, and it's funny because people are like, what are you talking about? Ed Sheeran is underrated. He's like famous. I'm like, he needs to be more famous, <laughs> more than what he already yeah. is. Well, who are some other people that you think are underrated?
1: Uh, most underrated? Uh, I'd say probably Trevor Hall. Um, he, uh, he's a lot like Jack Johnson. Um, but he doesn't quite have the, the outreach, uh, is, is Jack Johnson, but he's in that same category. Um, you would love his music. Um, uh, and then I'd say Trevor Hall, uh, probably John Butler trio as well. Uh, he does the song. You, you've probably seen it. There's a viral video of, uh, him playing the song ocean. It's like a guitar song. It's instrumental, but it's kind of like the August rush style where he like, he, uh, like percussive noises with hitting the strings and he like does hammer-ons and pull-offs with his right hand as well um just his his message is just so good but i think uh i think a lot of those those really positive artists they get drowned out by like the media and stuff but uh hopefully one day they'll they'll come a time where they can shine brighter
0: (laughs) yeah um Some underrated artists on my end for me, like I said, would be um, Birdie. Uh, You're familiar with her, Yeah, yep,
1: yep. I love her song, uh, uh, Wings, and then she does like a, I think, Skinny Love, like a rendition of that. She's got an amazing voice. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, she reminds me, I tell everybody, uh, she's like a younger version of Adele because she has that like soulfulness but from a teenage perspective kind of I love her Uh, have you seen her do uh, my uh, first time ever hearing her I was just looking up covers of uh, this is back when I was young and I was totally into covers I'm not as much anymore but she did a cover of the A-Team and knowing Birdie she's this type of artist she literally changed it and made it her own have you seen it? I
1: haven't I'm so stoked to check that out now (laughs)
0: Oh, man, you're going to love it. Like, um, basically, so her interpretation of it, the way she sings it, she sings it as the girl, like, when I look at it, at least when I look at it, she sings it as the girl who's died and has come back from the dead to tell her own story. Like, she is the girl, and it's really an awesome take she has on so... it. So. Another, yeah, another underrated artist I like is... Brett Denon, have you heard
1: of him? Yes, yes, Brett Denon, that's hilarious to say that. Brett Denon, uh, he just just very recently uh, put out a song with Trevor Hall, and they collaborated, and they were supposed to go on uh, like this song, like coronavirus, and they weren't able to do it. But but that's hilarious to say that, small world, because Brett Denon and Trevor Hall, they're like, they just did a song together. (laughs) He's great.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and... Yeah, he. I, I think Brett Denon is kind of like similar to your style. That's why I mentioned him. Another guy is Alan Stone. Have you heard of him?
1: Yeah, um, Alan, yeah, A-N. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love his voice. He's got an amazing voice.
0: <clears throat> oh, man, tell me about it. My favorite song by him, and I know this is cliche, but it's Brown Eyed Lover. Okay, I'll have to listen to that. Have you heard of it? yeah it's it goes like i got a brown i love her on the other side of town i don't want to keep her waiting i don't know where i'm going you know it has that old soul yeah. you know, she's got everything i want fortune fame and the th-. you know yeah. it has that you know ride the beat kind of style to it yeah Nice dude. I love dude. it. I love
1: I'd, it. So, so, I'd say uh yeah. the one last artist I just thought of that that reminds me of um Matt Corby. Have you heard of him? No. I'd say he's probably he's probably my the number one underrated artist, I'd say, because uh he's one of those people where uh, I think he's just he's so talented and he's so like um he's so good at what he does. He can play like any instrument he touches, and his songwriting is super good. Uh, but it seems like he doesn't like to be in the spotlight. He doesn't like fame he doesn't like uh, attention so he barely does any like uh, promotional like um, like sometimes he'll do interviews but they're super like uh, low key and like he keeps it super like he's very private about his life and everything but his music is like amazing and uh, his voice is is like one of the best voices one of the best male voices I've ever like heard Um, so I would I would check out uh, you'd probably really like uh, Matt Corby as well (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'm going to check them out. Man, this reminds me of back in my high school days. I would just get, because I was going through, I mean, I'm still going through it, but I was going through a huge indie phase, and I would literally, me and my friends were literally like, yo, have you heard of this band called the Black Keys? No. Have you heard of this band called the Monkeys? Have you heard this song called Are You Mine? Have you heard this song called Crawling Back to You? You know, two-door cinema. Like, I I like what we're doing.
2: Yeah
0: sharing artists right now and i'm definitely gonna look them up too i'm definitely gonna look them up uh if you had anything any advice to share with somebody that's trying to do what you do that's trying to get into the music biz what advice would you give them
1: i would say to uh to not let not let others stop you and uh meet i would say uh go to go to events go to like a convention's Uh, conference meetings that are involved with the music industry there's there's like more than I can I can list off there's Taxi Road Rally there's Hawaii Songwriting Festival there's uh, Durango Songwriters Expo there's like ASCAP um, I Create Music Expo they're all in like Nashville and like Los Angeles I haven't been to any in New York but um I'd say go to go to those conventions and just meet as many people as you can and uh it's, it's really a numbers thing it's it's totally a numbers game um a lot of people will reject you you'll get a lot of rejections um but then all of a sudden um someone will say yeah and it's it's amazing and um yeah like it feels good to be on this podcast with you thanks for like giving me the opportunity to to come on here and and share share what i'm about because uh eventually when you persist um eventually a person uh gives you a yes So I'd say um, persist, don't give up, meet as many people as you can and uh, network at as many different conventions and music related things, even if it's like open mic or uh, just any type of gathering. Um, And I guess it's hard right now because of coronavirus, but uh, just reaching out, even if it's through like online, reaching out to uh, like DM like all of your favorite musicians, just DM them all and most likely they won't respond. But, uh, maybe one will, and then um, and then once one does, then it, it makes it easier for the other people to like see you on the map, and then they're like more aware of you, and it starts with a, a tiny little tiny little nudge, and then it slowly it grows and grows. so: Yeah, yeah
0: I agree 100 percent: Yeah, And it's also about like putting your stuff out there too. like I wasn't even and it's funny because the way I found you i wasn't looking for you at all uh one of my uh friends instagram friends that i was supposed to be doing a pod that i'm gonna do a podcast with i was looking at her you know story and uh she had shared this awesome you know drummer and i looked at the uh page that it was on and i can't remember the page name but i think you were featured on that page and I was like, okay, this guy, he's very marketable, beautiful voice. Let me see if I can get him on the show. Awesome, dude. So, yeah. So, I wasn't even looking for you, but because you put stuff out there, you know, you had content out there, you know, I was able to find you. And I'm so glad I did. Like, I feel like the conversation we had wasn't even a podcast. Like, I feel like it's old times where, having a bonfire, sitting down roasting marshmallows. I mean I'm already drinking Azul Tequila, you (laughs) know, so you know. Yeah. Hopefully it didn't affect the interview too much. I didn't know that was a good interview. You didn't (laughs) Yeah, they should sponsor me. Their stuff is expensive. But (laughs) you know yeah. But anyways, thank you so much for coming on. As soon as you like Release any more music or a full album, I would love to do an album interview with you as well
1: I love it, man, yeah, that's definitely in the works, and uh yeah, I'd love to keep in touch and uh it'll be fun to look back on this like years later uh to listen to this so like i'm I'm super super glad it's documented i'm I'm super glad that it it went this way, so thank you
0: oh yeah that no problem is this your let me ask, is this your first podcast ever this is
1: uh the first uh i guess real podcasts like on spotify um i've done like uh like these mini like interviews uh with with some um people from my hometown um but i'd say this is like this is my first podcast on spotify i did one interview on uh, on uh youtube that was kind of a uh and like an it was like over an hour long interview um but this is this is the first like podcast that people listen to so it's it's cool, man. It's an honor. Thank you. <laughs> this is cool. Nice,
0: nice. Yeah, that's what that's what I, I was actually going for. Like, I really want this podcast to be – and this podcast is a lot of people's first. Like, yeah, I would love to interview Billy Eilish, but it's more important to, you know, have that first interview. So when you make it big and blow up, you, you can direct your super fast. Like, if you really – want to get to know the details refer to this it was my very first so yeah i I, i'm that's what i'm going for
1: that's awesome man. that's a cool thing you're doing that's that's uh i don't see a whole lot of people doing that uh so like that's definitely a a a smart move
0: (laughs) yeah definitely well like i said thanks for coming on i would love to have you again you've been great it's an honor
1: thanks so much jonathan i appreciate it
0: no problem see you later
1: Talk to you later, man.
0: Bye.